Are you the kind of gal who isn't interested in how things used to be in the hair industry, who wants to hear from ladies who are paving their own way while making waves? Well then, She Makes Waves is for you. Over the past week, the coronavirus and social distancing have been dominating our personal, professional, and national conversations. Many hairstylists have been shut down in their businesses and continue to do so every day. Today, we have a licensed clinical social worker, life coach, and trauma-sensitive yoga teacher, Rachel Dash Doherty, on the show to share sensible, low-stress, grounded guidance that empowers all of us to move through this challenge with relative confidence, peace, and with our sanity intact. Welcome to the show, Rachel. Thank you so much for having me. Yes, if there was ever a time that we needed you, it's now. Yeah, that's why I reached out. I figured this is a community that needs some support. Yeah, so I mean, I was just pre-interview watching the news and I've shut my studio down as of Tuesday of last week. And I know that, you know, New York has just been shut down. You know, they're putting, calling it a pause. Same with California, same with Colorado. And we can probably assume that there's more to come. So I guess in this really uncertain time, I'd love for you to talk a little bit about there's so many emotions coming up for hairstyles and they're so creative and the thing that they do to like in stressful times is people's hair to show up for others. And a lot of us aren't able to do that. So I'd love for you to just dive in and just share anything you think would be helpful right now. Yeah. So uh, one, I just want to say uh, you're supported. And I think that the world knows that a lot of people are really hurting right now for their jobs and for, security and stability. And so we're with you and that you can, you know, potentially take some comfort in knowing that one, this is temporary and that we've been through uncertainty before. I like to tell the story of, you know, the 2008 financial crisis. I've had like three or four jobs that came and went really quickly and it felt really unstable and really shaky, but we all kind of as a country, as a global community got through it, right? I actually changed careers after that. Uh, 9-11, right? Like we've had these big national experiences that we've gotten through. And so if we can remember that even though this might feel different, it's not that dissimilar to big uncertain times that we've experienced in this country before. Right. Yeah. So for the person that is like at home today, kind of not knowing when they're going to get back to work and is kind of getting in their head and watching just the news, what are some things that you found like as a therapist and as like a trauma yoga instructor that people could be doing to kind of center themselves? Because I know that people are thinking, what am I going to do? How am I going to take care of my family? What's, you know, like they can get kind of spinning. So what are some things that you feel like could be of service? Yeah. So let's get off of social media. Let's stop watching the news because we're not in control of a lot right now, but we are in control of how much stuff we consume that's really distressing and upsetting right? It's already a hard situation. We don't need to add suffering on top of that. It's called like um, pain twice, right? Like you watch the news, you become distressed, then you start seeing distress in other places and feeling more out of control. And you kind of create this vicious cycle. So like, let's control what, how much we can consume. Obviously you want to know, you know, what's going on in your town locally, maybe in your state, and then maybe turn off the news. 
I try to watch a little bit in the morning and a little bit at night just so I know what's going on. But otherwise, I have other stuff to do during the day. Like, I'm home with my child. <laughs> Her daycare closed down. My husband's home because we have no other child care. But so if you're home and you are taking care of your kid or things have really changed, we have to kind of start to assess what we are in control of. And, you know, speaking of creativity, right, I wonder about the way our brains work is when we're overloaded, and I've experienced this a lot myself this week too, is when we're overloaded, the front part of our brain, the most evolved part of our brain gets overrun by our instinct to survive, our instincts for safety. And so we can't think creatively and we also can't think clearly because we're running on reaction, adrenaline and instincts and nothing else. And so when that sort of higher cognitive ability gets impaired because we're stressed out, because we're not sleeping, because we're in like a fight or flight state, you're not going to come up with a creative solution. You're going to get stuck in just, oh no, oh no, panic, right? Survive, survive, survive. And so if you can calm some of that down, you'll be able to get access to that frontal cortex and have a creative, you know, inspiration and solution come to you. I, I can almost guarantee it. This is an opportunity if you choose to lean into it and embrace it. And part of it is being calm enough to get your head wrapped around that idea. And so um, my business name is The Grounded Therapist. And so one of the skills that I offer people is called grounding because I'm a overthinker, anxiety person, and I'm from New York City, so I walk fast, I talk fast, my brain is always running, and so grounding is a really great skill to slow all of that down. So one exercise I really like is using your five senses. So you describe five things you can see with your eyes. You don't need to move, get up off the couch, right, if that's where you are, on the floor, wherever you are. You could describe five things you can see, four things you can touch, three things you can hear, two things you can smell and one thing you can taste. And you do that by just rolling your tongue around in your mouth. And that gives your brain and your body a moment to go, oh, I'm right here in the space, wherever you are in your home, in your room, wherever, because you can see the things that you know are there. You can feel those things. You can you, right, you use all of your senses to remind yourself that you're in the present, that you're probably safe and that you are in this moment only. You're not in the past, and you're not in the future, because we really can't predict the future ever, certainly not right now. So if you stay in the present, that's how you can kind of override that stress survival instinct that's kicking in for a lot of people that causes people to react versus thoughtfully, mindfully responding. Yeah, uh, there's lots of um, grounding techniques. So another one of my favorites, because it's really hard, is counting backwards from 100 by 7. So it's not doing a painting, which is actually a great idea. But um, yeah, you start at 100 and you subtract 7. And so it's 93. And then from there, it's something in the 80s because I'm bad at math. But the idea is because <laughs> that's a really odd number, right? If I said count backwards from 100 by 2 or 5, that would be really easy. But it gives your mind something to focus on that is a really specific task, again, to help kind of bring that panic state down. But I love the idea of being um, being creative, right? Coloring and doing mandalas was like all the rage a few years ago. I still love that stuff, right? Playing with Play-Doh if you have kids, putting sand in your hand, anything that can kind of keep you in the present but give your mind a focused task is a really great way to soothe yourself. 
Also, let's not look over that. I'm working in my bedroom right now. So if you're a therapy client of mine, you are in my bedroom with me. I see my bed. Uh, So I'm going to be doing a lot of cleaning of this room over the next few weeks because it's something I never do because it's just my sleeping space, right? I have laundry I have to put away. There's probably some decorations that need to come down or like I have a shelf I definitely need to hang. So there's some home nesting type projects that you could probably doing to, again, calm yourself down and also feel like you're being productive. The clutter in our house really does impact the clutter in our brain. I love this exercise where, you know, um, especially if you're not home, it's a little easier, but like closing your eyes and thinking of that one thing you should absolutely be getting rid of. You don't know why you still have it. And thinking about what it looks like, what it feels like, right? Using your senses to describe it. Because that's taking up all that space in your brain. So you could just throw that out when you get home or when you walk into that room and think about how much space in your brain you've just cleared up with like one item. And you know what that one item is. I know you do. (laughs) I'm looking at two things right now that I definitely need to get rid of. Yeah, this would be a good time to kind of reassess any systems. I know I am in my downtime, which is very minimal with my daughter being home. But like, yeah, noticing some system changes or, you know, maybe you need an email list. Maybe you've never done that before because it's a little time consuming. So maybe this is taking advantage of an opportunity of this downtime. Because if you choose to look at it like this is it, life is over, the apocalypse or like everything is ending, then that's a terrible spot to be in in your mind. I'm so sorry. Don't be there. But if you can get to a calm place and remember that this is an uncertain time, but again, we've been through uncertain times before, it feels different. And it is slightly different in that I've never been asked to be quarantined before, but we have been through uncertain times. We've been through wars. We've been through explosions, right? Like I can't even tell you how many jobs I've lost or had to stay home from in New York City where I'm from. There was like different explosions and things breaking down. There's uncertainty all the time. It's actually pretty consistent in our lives. So how do you choose to reframe the situation and look for opportunities? Also, let's learn some skills. So like maybe it's time to take a course or there's a lot of free content being shared. So maybe sign up for something, learn something new. Um, speaking of new things, so breathing techniques are really great for calming yourself down. That's something I'm really working on for myself and also all my clients who are really, really anxious right now. So there's a tool called square breathing where you inhale for three counts. So you inhale and you're visualizing one side of a square and squares all have the same you know, size. So we're going to breathe in for three, hold for three, exhale for three, and then hold that empty lung for three. And then you inhale and you actually might get to four the next time. Then you hold the four. Then you exhale for four. Then you hold that empty feeling for four. And you go around visualizing that square and can really help regulate your breathing if you are sort of tend to hunch over and hyperventilate and breathe lots and lots of shallow breaths all the time, which happens a lot when you're really anxious. If you hunch over you're not getting all of the oxygen to all three or depending on which side of your lungs, right? There's like three and four lobes in your lungs. You're not breathing into all of them. So have better posture, sit upright and try to regulate or at least be mindful of having a deep breath. Incredibly important. Routine is a really great way to reestablish some stability in your life, even if it's going to change as things kind of return to normal in the future. So if there was something you used to do, like you got up at a certain time, continue to get up at a certain time. Shower in the morning or shower at night, whenever your preference is, right? Get some exercise, walk outside, walk or take a lap around your house. Remember that like the entire world hasn't fully fallen apart. Get some fresh air, 
and, you know, have your cup of coffee or like continue to find routines that can really support getting you through each day. And also like maybe check your calendar. Cause yeah, a couple of days this week, I didn't realize what day it was. I knew when I had my clients, but I wasn't fully sure what day it was. And I definitely like kind of got confused on some appointment times. So yeah, it's really important to check a calendar while you're busy avoiding social media. Then you want to be mindful of developing a routine that might be a temporary thing, right? I'm trying to find some stability for my daughter too. So, you know, she could sit in front of the TV all day because she's a three-year-old. We're not going to let her do that. And so we're trying to establish a reading time, you know, iPad time, rest time, alone time, like what mommy needs to do, what daddy needs to do to kind of offer us all some stability. Gratitude practice. I wonder if that's a really soothing opportunity because it is so easy to be like, again, in a negative headspace. And it's super valid for you to go there from time to time, but you cannot wallow in it, right? You got to pull yourself out. You can set a timer, right? I'm going to have a pity party for three minutes and then I'm going to get going and do something. But trying to find maybe some new things that are going to make you feel better versus feel worse can kind of transition into whatever, you know, our new lives become as we head back out of our homes, also, maybe set some small goals. Like you could probably get a lot more exercise in or at least walking. Though I guess hairdressers, you probably walk like tons of miles because you stand so much. It's going to be really easy to be sedentary right now because we're kind of feeling this heavy weight of big change and uncertainty. But it's about moving your body. Try to reach your toes with your hands. Be mindful of your shoulder blades and try and build that practice in. Absolutely. Get in the tub. Get in the shower. Get some essential oils. Do something really nice for yourself right? Because we can't go to spas, we can't get our hair done, can't get our nails done, but we can do things in our place of where we're living to take care of ourselves. Maybe get yeah, a diffuser or a sound machine. Maybe consider turning the TV off. That's a really big one. Get away from your screens. Go outside. That's the only thing that is like readily available is outsideness because we can't be close to each other. But like, I'm constantly waving to my neighbors. I have a dog, so I have to walk my dog a lot. But like, we wave. So at least like, I know they're still there. They're out there in the world. And I can play with my kid on my grass. I have the privilege of having grass. I, I totally get that. But right, like there is space outside. Even in the smallest apartment in New York City, there was a place to go outside. Some thought work, because that's the majority of my, uh, my training is working on our thoughts, which help manage our emotions, which help manage our actions. So if we start the beginning, right? Thinking about our thoughts. If we can check them for the reality, it really can help manage the distress we're feeling. So I think of Judge Judy, right? She's a judge, right? She's a judge. She's from New York City. She's from Brooklyn where I'm from. So I go to Judge Judy in my mind. And if I have a thought that I'm like, no, 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 this is true, right? Like my career has ended, you know, I'm going to lose my house. Then I'm going to lose my kid. I'm going to lose my husband. Like, I don't know, right? You can kind of spiral outward. So you put that in front of Judge Judy and your anxiety worry has one side and you have to argue the other side. It's like, what's the evidence that not only are you, you know, your career has ended and you're going to have all these subsequent losses. Where's the evidence for that? Because you know, Judge Judy only takes actual evidence, right? She wants to see your receipts and your documentation and your proof. More likely than not, it's not going to be the anxiety side that wins. It's going to be the factual side, which you have, right? You have been out of work before. If you've had an injury, right? Like you've been out of work before. It might be tight. You might have to get rid of some stuff or like, I don't know, cut the cord cable, keep the lights lower, keep the heat lower. I don't know. But you've been through hard times before. You will get through this. So what are the facts? Does someone else in your family have a job right now? Can you sustain what you're doing? Can you find other opportunities to get your name out there? 
How can you, you know, work through your thoughts um, and the facts of that? And eventually you will see that the anxiety side really has no evidence and Judge Judy's going to throw them out of her courtroom. Wow, that really put me at ease. <laughs> Good. You're welcome. Yeah. Well, where can people find you and what are some of the things you're working on right now? Yeah. So I have a web, my website is groundedtherapist.com, but I'm about to launch my first ever course. And I also have a free Facebook group. It's called Uncaged with Rachel. It's a free Facebook group. So we work on skills, all of the things I've shared, we have gone through. I do live meditations and I post them in there. Uh, we work on some thought work exercises. We're talking obviously about what people need for support right now in that group. So it's a really kind, caring, supportive environment. It's all women who experience anxiety. Awesome. Well, thank you for joining us. And I know that so much of what you shared is going to really help a lot of people right now. Just remember to keep your head up. I'm so happy to be here where the world is rooting for all the people who are out of work right now. I've seen so many kinds like caring things. It's hard to keep count. So just remember that people are inherently good and we will get through this. Thank you.